You're listening to a mini-series that explores cities, climate and change. Part of a new podcast collection called Talking Transformations, produced at the International Institute for Industrial and Environmental Economics at Lund University. My name is Kes McCormick, and in this mini-series, I'll guide you through a collection of interviews recorded at the ICLE World Congress, hosted in Malmö, Sweden, during May 2022. We'll explore the dynamics of transformation in cities responding to climate change. We'll meet influential changemakers from a range of organisations, including the World Resources Institute, the European Commission and ICLE. And through our discussions, I hope to share knowledge, examples and inspiration relevant to you in your city as we ask, what next for cities? I'm Poria Salahi. I'm the acting head of urban research team at ICLE World Secretariat and coordinator of ICLE's global research strategy across all ICLE offices. I'm also the co-chair of research and innovation technical working group at Global Covenant of Mayors for Climate and Energy. Wow, so you've got a few tasks going on there. But look, I mean, in your role around research, I mean, why and how is research important to cities working with climate change? That's a very good question. I guess we all know that cost of inaction uh, in the context of climate change is so high. But in my opinion, cost of action without being informed by science is not low at all. So this means that we certainly need evidence-based, science-informed decision-making and then I guess as, as, as someone who's working in a global city network and understanding the local governments, you know, they, they, they have their day-to-day work and it's uh, very, uh, you know, uh, high-paced, high, you know, fast-paced space. And, and as such, uh, I guess, like, we need to provide information, distilled information and knowledge for decision makers and power holders who are sitting on limited resources of cities and the decision that may, they may take may potentially impact generations to come. So that's why it's really important to ensure that there are city-led research processes in place, particularly in, you know, contextualized uh, city-led research processes to make sure that the decisions being made in a given jurisdiction is really spot on and answering the challenges that the community needs to answer as a priority, but also supporting and, and contributing to the global community, particularly on the mitigation aspect of climate change. Yeah, so I mean, like you're talking about here, I mean, informed decision making and research that is really tacking into like what cities are working on and doing on climate change and sustainable development. I mean, is there a specific initiative around kind of cities, climate change and research that really excites you right at the moment? Yeah, I guess that has been a gap for a long while until 2018 when we held a conference on cities and climate change science, also known as Cities IPCC uh, in Edmonton in Canada. And the primary outcome of it was the Global Research and Action Agenda. Uh, this agenda, which was a- actually approved by the IPCC 48 session uh, in Incheon in Korea, was the first uh, global agenda addressing research at the local level, right? And then building upon that, uh, we had, uh, you know, this, this Innovate for Cities initiative established at the Global Covenant of Mayors, which is a partnership space. And, and, and uh, ICLE was one of the founding members, both as a as, uh, as founding member of the Global Covenant, but also as a founding member of this research and innovation technical working group, we wanted to implement this. And what it means implement, it means that making sure that um, cities are at the heart of the research. Um, one, one term that ICLE colleagues coined um, two de- decades ago, it was uh, case study syndrome, in the sense that in many cases when you are researching cities, 
we pick cities, do this study, and the results are being published and sometimes remain behind the you know paywall of the publishers. But is it actually fitting into policy making? Probably not. So we realize that it's really important to have cities on board from the very beginning to make sure that this transition from grand theory to ground practice happens hand in hand with cities from the very beginning. And that's the only hope that we can have those information and knowledge will be really co-created and is actionable for cities. Yeah, I think that uh, final term you used there around co-creation and about bringing uh, researchers and practitioners together in a way where, where both of them are influencing the process and decisions around research is, uh, is just so important. Look, I mean, is there a, is a specific city around the world, anywhere in the world, that uh, inspires you in relation to research and, and climate action and, and why is it in inspirational? Uh, that's definitely for me as a knowledge worker is really hard to answer. Um, just wanted to build upon the previous note that I mentioned regarding global research and action agenda. Uh, we held a conference co-organized by UN Habitat and GCOM and ICLA was one of the core partners uh, last year in October, which the primary output of that one was the updated global research and action agenda, which is actually, um, you know, this document was launched along with city research and innovation agenda, which is the translation of that academic, you know, agenda to a more policy agenda for, for local leaders. Uh, both these documents were launched uh, a few days ago at ICLA's Global Research Symposium. And, and what happened there was very interesting is like cities were there to make a project pitch in the sense that they have found their way to, to really make this intervention and, and find it very valuable. So in that space, as an example, the city of Victoria Gostock had three high-level city officials making a pitch about different projects. So uh, I, I kind of like this proactive approach by city officials that they want to engage with uh, you know, ac academics and not only waiting for academics to approach. But when it comes to like a favorite cities, many, many cities come to my mind, you know, from Newcastle in Australia uh, to, uh, you know, uh, depending on the context, you know, uh, for, for their transition work. But like particularly, I would like to highlight West Berkshire in, in the UK, uh, like two thirds of uh, municipalities in the UK. They, they uh, basically pledged to cl uh, climate emergency and, and they, uh, uh, you know, sort of committed to become net zero by 2030. But one of the challenges is like uh, to be able to maintain the uh, municipal services and then also uh, getting there, becoming uh, carbon neutral and net zero by 2030. Uh, they need billions of investment, right? And it cannot be uh, feasible uh, without, you know, new sources of funding. So what they did actually was this um, community municipal investment CMIs that they basically through that wanted to mobilize citizens funding to address uh, climate action at the local level. And, and for that, they used some, you know, uh, crowdfunding platforms and, and uh, interesting enough, community was fully on board and, and uh, what they had set as a target, they achieved even much earlier than the deadline. And, and, and I think that was a very good example and, and inspired myself uh, as, as a cutting edge solution to funding and financing climate action. Oh, look, there's some fantastic examples. There. I know how hard it is to choose like one example from around the world because the fact is there are cities all over the world that are working on these issues. Just a final question. If there was a policymaker standing here, a national policymaker or perhaps a, a multinational company, what support would you ask for for cities working on climate change? Oh, that's a very good question. I guess like I would differentiate and distinguish between these two parties. Um, you know, when you're talking about national policymakers who uh, potentially have more resources in hand and, and are positioned to enable local governments 
uh, perhaps uh, the best would be asking them to, uh, you know, uh, provide support and type of infrastructure that is hard or very costly for a local government to put in place. And then they can put it in place for many cities in, in, in their country. And, 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 and knowing that everything will happen within the city and, and, you know, cities are at the forefront of, you know, dealing with climate change uh, impacts. Uh, so enablement and empowerment from different resources, including financial resources, would be uh, perhaps my ask. But when it comes to, you know, multinational uh, companies, uh, perhaps the best is like really looking into the mechanisms of uh, mobilizing resources, making sure that that's not greenwashing, but actually that's part of the, uh, you know, corporate social responsibility to uh, put forward and, and support city-led research, knowing that that would be generating, uh, you know, solid information for cities to make decision and, and uh, use their resources in, in the most optimal way uh, to move towards more sustainable communities. Thanks so much for being here with us today. Fantastic insights, lots to think about about research, cities and climate change. Thanks so much for having me. Once again, we thank our guest for joining us on this episode of Talking Transformations, a new podcast collection by the IIIEE at Lund University. In addition, we produce a monthly podcast called Advancing Sustainable Solutions, available wherever you listen to podcasts. This mini-series is produced in collaboration with the podcast team of Advancing Sustainable Solutions and supported by the Eakley and Viable Cities. Eakley, also known as Local Governments for Sustainability, is a global network of more than 2,500 local and regional governments committed to sustainable urban development. Viable Cities is a strategic innovation program in Sweden focusing on the transition to climate neutral and sustainable cities. If you want to learn more about ongoing research and activities, visit our website at www.iiee.lu.se and stay tuned for new episodes of Talking Transformations.